Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched Survivor, Edge of Extinction, the finale. This is episode 13, or however, if you go by different numbers, whatever. It's the last three hours of the show, because uh, we got uh, two and a half hours of the actual show with a whole bunch of challenges, all kinds of crazy stuff going on, and then like a half hour for the reunion. Spoilers ahoy! If you haven't seen this episode yet, and you don't want to find out who wins Survivor Edge of Extinction, then stop listening to this right now. Actually, before you stop listening, I say go into, like, I don't want to set any expectations in your mind necessarily, but I'd say just try to find something to enjoy about it. In every moment of this this finale and of this season in general, like, Find something to enjoy about it. And if there's something that you don't enjoy about it, you know, just, you know, let it go. Focus on the thing that you do like. And maybe that'll come back to bite you, that the thing that you do like ends up being totally destroyed or something. I don't know. But um, that all depends on what you like or not. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think anything necessarily gets destroyed. Some things may, may get destroyed. Every single episode, something gets destroyed when somebody gets voted off. So, you know, that's the nature of a survivor. With this extra twist thing of the Edge of Extinction deal, which I think was taken way too far to the end of the game. Oh, we're into spoilers now. We're into spoilers now. Oh, okay, imp- improvements that I feel like could have been made. Well, we have the Edge of Extinction challenge to get back in at the beginning of this episode. Um, to, so that they get back in uh, to make it the final six. So we were at the final six. But then one was voted out, and then everybody competed, and then we get back up to six in this. I think if they, since they did, if they were to do this again, I hope that they don't do this twist again because it won't work. Like, it barely worked this time around. Like, we got kind of lucky that there was some pretty zany characters and stuff like that that were really interesting to watch. Um, Things that I would have done differently for this. And... This saying this is I, I kind of hate it when people go like oh they should have done this and this and this and this but um I don't know sometimes it's useful especially if it's something like rules of a game um which this would be the rules that I would tweak for this a little bit uh first of all getting the I could see their intent with the half well okay before I get to that this challenge they go through rope obstacles uh then undo some locks or uh, untie some knots and then build a rope bridge like as they're climbing across it like just connecting ropes across between two beams they couldn't touch the beams they could only be on the ropes um and then they had to do a table maze uh so aurora eric and joe were in the lead uh coming out of the coming off the bridge but then chris makes a comeback and uh it was it was right between chris and joe Joe blew it. He got his first ball, but his second ball, he was right there, and then it went off the side. And Chris was able to overtake him, and he got a spot back in the game. So this leaves us with Chris, Victoria, Rick, um, Julie, uh, Gavin, and... um, Lauren are, are are the final six now. Okay, so 
he has given uh rick knows that he got his thing uh his his two halves of an idol that he had to give to somebody else half of it and then uh, if they're still in the game they could reunite as an idol so rick knew about that he wanted to rekindle their friendship that they uh got they kind of made up over on edge of extinction before rick got back into the game and uh those two really wanted to work together it seemed like well more so chris wanted to work with him and with lauren because he knew about lauren's idol um which i had a feeling would come into play because kelly just told everybody it was like the first thing she told everybody anyway um so that that uh two halves of the idol that uh then would be active the next tribal council i feel like that that is um oh i don't know i don't think i don't really like that especially so close to the end because that gives him the idol to use at final five which is nuts especially what ended up happening in the final five was just crazy so the um was like what was that going on oh okay so it shouldn't have been with with how late that the person getting back into it i i feel like that didn't work um if it did still have to come back and make the final six the returning person was the sixth person come back in um i think i was thinking i was kind of assuming that they would just be immune because they've done that before like the person who was on like if somebody was on exile and then they would rejoin whichever team lost a challenge or whatever they would be immune for that immunity uh uh uh, for that tribal council um so i thought it it would maybe be like that kind of thing it would make sense it would basically mean that that challenge to get back i think this is how they should have done it anyway not even have a whole second challenge that uh they would have had a tribal council right after this uh, extinction challenge and getting back into the game that person would just would be getting the immunity necklace for one tribal council and that that's the advantage that they get that that that's the the one lifeline that they get to continue in the game and i think that would be a little bit more fair it's still like a huge advantage that late into the game but i think it's a lot better than um I mean, I guess there's the possibility that they'd screw it up and that they wouldn't be able to even use that the two halves to get them back together or people betraying each other, whatever. Um, but I feel like if they wanted to help the person that it would just be they get into the game and the thing get back into the game and then they have tribal council right after that and it's just that you can't vote for that person that gets back in. Uh, and I think they should have done that for the other one as well, instead of making it into another idol thing. Because there are already so many idols on the show that keep adding. And now we have next season, it's called Island of the Idols. I know it's it's technically referring to the two people who are returning to be mentors, um, Boston Rob and Sandra, which it's going to be such a crazy scene with the giant heads and everything. Oh my God. I'm actually pretty excited for it um but if it is like they just have idols like everywhere and it becomes i don't even know what it would be 
Um, maybe the twist is they, they, they're calling it the Island of the Idols, but the twist is there are none. There are no hidden immunity idols at all. It's just the advice that you're getting from them. It's like, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah. And also, I think this should have happened at like that final eight. Like they voted off, they're down to seven people, and then a person can, can, comes back in into the final, uh, so it's back up to eight. And that would have happened two episodes ago. I think that would have been a lot better. And then we're just over it for the edge of extinction for the, the rest of the time. That's not even a factor into anything. And you just get on with the game, regular season from then on. But hopefully they just never do this thing again um because it won't work again once they learn about it once they know what's going on then it's they you automatically know oh this is how it played out that's probably how it's going to be that kind of thing but i guess it's the same way with any other twist but yeah if they do it again it's gotta end sooner than the finale that's kind of crazy that somebody who's voted it out in episode three gets back into the game in the finale um it would have been less crazy if he got back into the game two episodes in episode 11 and then there's actual risk of them getting voted out again i mean of course there was risk of him getting voted voted out again we haven't got to that yet though uh so we did have an immunity challenge plus a reward of steak and cake and (laughs) i feel like this should have gotten some laughs from anybody i don't know i guess it's not really a there's like no reaction to it at all that Jeff says we've got huge stakes or there are huge stakes at play or something like that. I I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Anyway, they had to go uh, through some, across some obstacles, uh, gathering some uh, their puzzle pieces and then undo a lock. No, uh, they had to uh, get a bag that had the, the numbers that were for the lock and then figure out the co- what combination they needed to use um and then uh do a circle puzzle like a vertical standing puzzle that's in a shape of a circle and julie absolutely destroyed at this uh at this challenge um although chris was like kind of talking her through it helping her uh get the last piece and like being like Oh, move your arm down a little bit to keep that piece from, because she, uh, everybody else, um, for the most part was building like bottom up. She assembled it like you would like a regular puzzle and did the outer edge first and then was filling in the middle. So her last piece was like in the middle, like underneath half of this wooden puzzle, like all that weight sagging down into it. It looked pretty challenging the way she did to get it in there, but she did and she won. And uh, she picked Chris and Lauren to go along with her on that, um, the reward. Um, so at the uh, immunity, ch- uh, the immunity challenge at the, uh, what is it? Yeah. Immunity challenge at the, fi- at the, the tribal council, um, Rick plays um, his idol for himself, which uh, nullifies the three votes that he gets um and lauren plays her idol for chris chris talks her into doing it um because there is still one more tribal after that that she could have used it um but she he only gets one vote 
and Victoria gets two votes and is out of the game. I believe the two votes were from Rick and Chris. So Lauren is annoyed that she didn't even need to play it. And uh, yeah, so we so you move forward into the next uh, immunity challenge. But before that, uh, Rick goes on the hunt for the immunity, uh, hidden immunity idols again. Because, you know, there's still one more tribal council that they can be used. So they're probably going to rehide one of them. He planned ahead like six days before, he says, he uh, created two fake idols and he hid them. He even hid a clue that goes to another idol that uh, the one that was above the camp. So he hid one of his idols where that one was like it's like, yeah, that's that's pretty that's some pretty good sneakery going on there um so those two idols were found by lauren and uh and julie after rick found a real one which everybody saw him find and so uh that could have been a bad thing but they but they knew about it and they could he could only play it at this last tribal council anyway so he was gonna play it uh, but then the other two finding his fake ones was pretty great. Then we had this immunity challenge. It was on this tall dock with all kinds of different uh, platforms, obstacle things to go across. I am absolutely amazed that, well, if they did, they didn't show it. So maybe I shouldn't be amazed. But it didn't seem like anybody fell off. Uh, there's a couple of like close calls, um, especially with that disc the the wood discs on the ropes going across um i thought i thought there's gonna be at least one wipe out so i am really impressed by everybody in this challenge um but they had to go and gather six different things of puzzles puzzle pieces and then assemble a puzzle that is the logo for the season um it was just like a block like just rectangular pieces um so it wasn't um I don't know. I guess it was still kind of tough because I I think the the pieces had stuff on the other side also, so that probably threw things off a little bit. Um, but it was a lot like it was pretty much all like tetra Tetris type pieces, um, just like L blocks and straight blocks and things like that. Uh, but Rick he wins this challenge, and uh, so this is when things get interesting. Um, but also arguably like totally totally stupid. Like the fact that, okay, four idols are played in this tribal council. Two of the five people were already voted out of this game. And it's even though two of those four idols are fake, it's still, it's still crazy. Um, so Rick is immune. So he doesn't have to worry about playing the idol for himself. Uh, Julie first plays her fake idol for herself. It does not work because it's fake. Lauren plays her idol for herself. It does not work because it is fake. So then Rick plays his for Gavin because he told Gavin, I'll play this for you if you promise that you'll take me uh, take me to the final three if you win the next challenge. And uh, so we don't, know, we don't ever find out if that happens, if that would have happened. But Rick does play his for Gavin. And Chris, I feel like he was putting on an act or something. He must have been, if he was actually, I don't know. But he was like, what? But then he plays his for himself. And so we get three votes for Chris. 
Two votes for Lauren. Lauren is out of the game. Um, so Lauren, her votes were from, they must have been from Rick and, uh, and Chris. Because they knew it. They knew they were, what they were doing. Um, so our immunity challenge, number three, the final immunity challenge. They had to go across. Uh, they had this balance beam that was like a big, like, bowed rocking horse type of thing that they had to stand on. And then on the end was a little platform that pivots. And they could keep it level as they're going across. It's kind of a complicated thing. That seemed like it would take a lot of coordination because everybody had trouble with it to start. But Chris got, he figured it out and he was just super patient. Um, and it was close there um, because uh, Julie was really good at it, at it also. But I think she maybe like started to rush a little bit. Sorry. Um, I think she had one one block left and she was going back to get it and that's when everything fell over it just tilted it was just one degree too far and it tilted over so chris won the final immunity challenge um he uh goes to to alden and say you got you because now the final three is determined by uh two people doing the fire making challenge so the the winner of the final immunity they choose who isn't going to be in that fire making challenge um so he goes all he he's he, he t- basically tells devons you've got you've got to make fire at this point um because it's like it's you got to be awesome or whatever i don't know i'm totally paraphrasing maybe getting it completely wrong what he said but that's the kind of feeling I got that I told Devins. I know, I I promised you we'd get to final four together, but now, like you, you fight your way back into the game, like I did, like really prove it that you deserve this. Um. So then he's coaching the other two, uh, Julie and Gavin, uh, like how giving them tips on how to get this fire started and everything, and. Uh, it's like he's trying to train somebody to take out the king of this game, which is the Devons, because Devons against either of those those two would absolutely win in the fire making challenge. And that's when it gets interesting yet again uh, when he goes to choose at the next tribal council, the fire making tribal council um, says, you know what, even though. Julia's like, I'm excited to prove myself. And then Gavin's like, oh, yeah, this is like uh, a great opportunity to take out Devons and all that. And uh, whoever made the point that that would be a great a great line on your resume is taking out being the one who took out Devons. And uh, maybe he was thinking this all along, but that thinking uh, both both for that reason and the reason that those two kind of didn't seem like they were very good at making fire. Um, Chris made the call to give up his immunity and take on Devin's himself, which was such an awesome move. It is pretty much the only move that he can make and have any hope 
of winning the game. Um, so I wouldn't say it was like courageous or anything like that, but it was awesome uh, to to even realize that that's what you, you needed to do and to take on that challenge yourself. Uh, that's like a it's it's that's playing the game. Um, so it was like super windy. So this made it even weirder of a of a fire making challenge. They're like, hey, the winds are crazy, so we're actually going to do it in the the voting booth because it's like a little interior. It's like a it's like a little a little hut uh, with a roof roof and everything. So they're doing the fire making challenge, and the only people in there it, they have the cameras in there, and Jeff is in there. But all of the jury, um, Gavin and uh, and Julie, they're still out there in the regular tribal council area, and they they can't see anything that's going on. And uh, yeah, yeah, that that was so that had to be like so tense for everybody else. They're like, I wish I could see this. I, if I was a jury, I would wish I could see like all of the the uh the immunity challenges also but um because this is the one actual challenge that they they get to watch but not this time uh chris makes the fire it gets bigger the fastest um devin was almost able to catch up to him but um it was it it wasn't enough uh chris got the fire high enough and he wins he gets his way back he basically stepped out of the final three to be able to get earn his way back into the final three and i said i talk about all of the interview and everything for the final tribal council all that there were some great answers from everybody like it it was it it got to me a little bit some of some of the, the answers and stuff but uh it was also a little bit like after Chris made his way back into the game, they they had each person had a little bit of something to say, like oh I didn't even expect to find out this stuff about myself. Then the next person would say like a slight variation of that, and then the next person would say like a slight variation of the first person. Say. And it was like okay, we get it. Like it's a great experience, whatever. Um, but yeah, it was a, a good opportunity for all of them to have a little bit more airtime because some of them didn't quite have as much uh screen time uh for the tribal council final tribal council or on the on the finale um like aubrey didn't really get a whole lot of time on either of those i feel like but anyway um we go into the the final tribal council to do the interviews and all that but i just had a feeling like what arguments do they even have to, uh, what arguments do Gavin and Julie even have to win? Uh, cause both they're like, Oh, the big move I had was, what was G- Gavin said? His big move was, Oh, I don't even remember. Like, Oh, it was like super not memorable. And like Julie was like, uh, using her emotions to be a, an asset for the game. And I feel like that really rubbed people the wrong way. They're like, oh, so when you're having like breakdowns and stuff, you were just acting with that? Or what do you mean? Especially Julia. Um, so I don't think that really helped her case very much. Um, uh, Gavin, 
uh, he was asked by Rick. I said I wasn't going to talk about all the questions that they. I didn't do notes on these, so it's just the stuff that I kind of remember. Uh, Rick asked him, like, I was out there finding idols and everything. Why weren't you doing that? And Gavin says, well, I was always on the right side of the number, so I didn't feel like I had to. Like, that kind of thing. Um, and then Julie like, oh, well, I did find one. It was the fake one that you hit, but I was out there trying to look for him. You probably heard me screaming when I saw bugs. and <laughs> That was kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, Chris is like... It's like he he only technically played the game for a total of like what eleven days, like six days at the beginning and then five at the end, four or five. That's that's insane. Um, that's, but he played to the rules of the game, and he uh, played it to its fullest. Like he took as much advantage as he could of the rules that were set before him. And the situation that was set before him. Because um, he could very well have just given up and left Edge of Extinction. That was an option for any one of them at any time. Um, but he didn't. And he got back to the game and he made the best of it. And I I just personally can't be really upset about that. I think you... In fact, it's quite the opposite. I'm very impressed with how he played the game uh, in the short time that he did. It's a, absolutely a record. Nope. I mean, everybody else who has won the game has been in the game for 39 days to win or more in case of Australia. Um, I, I can't remember if Redemption Island. Well, the thing about Redemption Island is that they were still doing a challenge. They were still playing a game. They're actually doing something. Like the entire time that they were out there, they're having to to fight every couple of days to to still be in the spot to get back into the game. Um, so I feel like that's different, even though that they did have some like I, like advantage hunts and things like that. Um, it just wasn't isn't the same as it was on uh, in the Redemption Island episode, uh, seasons. Um, but anyway, nine votes for Chris. Four votes for Gavin, zero votes for Julie. Kind of felt bad for Julie, a little bit, but hey, uh, she she uh, she she kind of got lucky, I I guess in a way. She got lucky, but also unlucky that she was. Uh, I mean, she was in the final three against Stubbs, who were going to get way more votes than her anyway, but um. I don't know. I, I everybody in the season had some some mo- memorable mo- moments, and I did enjoy this whole season. Um, Gavin's votes came from Rick, Lauren, Aurora, and Kelly, and the rest of the votes went to to, to Chris. Um, yeah, this whole season, there's a lot of stuff that I can't completely forget, and that happens every season. It's like, oh yeah, the early, like stuff from like the first three or four episodes. Like, oh, I actually really enjoyed like all the chicken stuff with Wendy. I like that. And yeah, all that kind of stuff that you completely forget about by the time the finale rolls around. And um, yeah, it's it's nice to kind of reflect on that stuff and then think about, well, someday uh, I'll probably rewatch this and just enjoy that stuff all over again. See things, especially this season with how just how 
crazy everything was that there's stuff that you wouldn't even been paying attention to in the beginning uh, you just completely forget about especially after uh chris was voted off in episode three was it you wouldn't really even think about him again uh we showed him the next episode he was really struggling with it and uh and all that but um you know that's it it doesn't have you you would it was so far off from people on edge of extinction coming back into the game and at that point we didn't even know exactly how that was going to work or anything so it'll be interesting to when i whenever i go back and watch the season again if i do um to see all of that from a different perspective um so rick he uh even though he was uh the third runner up he got fourth place um he did win the sia award he got a hundred thousand dollars from sia and that is that's just crazy that's just that's crazy i guess if i was like a huge megastar suddenly for some reason i don't know and could just you know had had that much money to just give somebody who i enjoyed watching on tv um then i i would i would totally do that too especially if it meant i could be, be on the survivor uh reunion show a, a couple of times um <laughs> but uh, anyway uh yeah rick wins that uh reem impressive she was the first one voted out and she was on edge of extinction the entire game 32 days on edge of extinction uh because she was voted off day three and then it was like day 35 was when they competed to get back in that's that's nuts that's nuts um so yeah i i like to see i i like the season a lot i ended up liking rick a whole lot um like the whole for until the last couple of episodes i and i might be retconning this in my head but i feel like i didn't like him at all in the first half of the game and there was just these last couple of episodes that's like okay i i actually like him um i am actually glad on one hand i'm it's a bummer that aubrey didn't was voted off so early and that she didn't get back into the game but on the other hand um it's a good job for the 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 new people for getting them out getting all of the returnees out eventually and uh having all new people in the final three because uh, none of the the none of the returning players even got back into the game because i think aubrey was voted out after rick got back into the game anyway um so there was only going to be able uh if they got all of them out which they did only one of them was going to be able to get back in um as opposed to two if they had voted been smart and voted off david or kelly like it'd be how different would the season have been if david or kelly were the first ones voted off i don't know or what if kelly had played her idol the the time the the night that she got voted out then the game would be uh completely different then any moment would have could have changed the the whole season completely but um yeah i enjoyed it um i'm looking forward to the next season we got a little preview of next season boston raw versus sandra except that they're not actually playing they can't win the money they are the mentors uh, on the island of the idols 
Um, and we get these gigantic stone head sculptures of them, like on. As <laughs> it's amazing. I hope that they get that their prize is that they get those giant stone sculptures of themselves to do whatever they want with them afterwards. Like that's their pay- that's a part of their payment uh is that they get those giant heads. Um I I saw some comments talking about their their heads or something and I was like, "Oh, okay. I get okay." Um cuz I was still like at the beginning of the the of the reunion. So I didn't know what they were talking about, but now it totally makes sense that they're talking about their their stone heads. Um Oh, I'm I'm actually pretty excited about that. Um, like I don't know how that's gonna how, how exactly that's gonna work. I think that is great that they're they're at least letting us know right up front that they're not playing to win the game. They've already won the game. They're playing. They're in there to be running like this survivor boot camp type of thing, uh, which had to be like with this season having the four returnees they're like oh it's really cool to have the returnees because the the new people it kind of accelerates their gameplay and their survivor skills and all that kind of stuff survival skills and all that and survivor skills um because they have these people to 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 rely rely on and all that but what if we so they probably thought what if we have that element of it but it's not part of the game because they're um um what am i trying to say uh they're not they're not competing in the game so them being targets and being a threat isn't a factor but they are there to accelerate things and uh really help everybody to get acclimated to everything even faster than if it was just all brand new people people so i think there i think this is going to be a really good battle i'm excited to see what happens with this and is it going to be like the voice where they're the mentors of the two teams and then like if one team gets completely obliterated then it's just like bye bye you're done with the game now that kind of thing that could be cool and if they do it that way um i could see them doing like four coaches and have it starting with four teams um at some point uh in a future season and that could be really cool if if this if this one goes goes well um which i think it will it it's got to it's got to because those two are so much fun to watch and having them basically like narrating the game at times would be it's like a whole different like uh a, a whole different look at the game i guess I need to go to get some sleep. I'm starting to lose my grasp of words. And then I hold my notebook upside down. Um, so, yeah, I think that's just about enough talking about Survivor. That's a solid half hour or so. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens next. I am a little bit sad that there's no Amazing Race this week. But three hours of Survivor, I can't really complain, can I? Um, and it, I guess next week it's going to be two episodes of amazing race. And then after that, um, who knows, um, there's something with them to be eligible for the, for the Emmys that all the episodes have to be released in some form before like June 10th or something. So 
we might get more double episodes of that now that there's no survivor for it to follow i don't know we'll find out soon enough i guess um this week was all of the uh, the the upfronts i didn't look at the cbs actually you know what i'm gonna go search for that now okay so there there's a lot going on with cbs um but uh let's just look at the the schedule announced for um the fall i think this is just the fall schedule um so some shows are ending um the big bang theory this week is its final episode uh but i believe young sheldon is probably continuing i don't know yeah young sheldon is continuing so there's still some sheldon action there for all you but um that's a big loss for for them i think but uh this whole season they overall this season they were the most watched network again 11th year in the row that's crazy um i think that partly has to do with uh, survivor and amazing race a little bit more so survivor twice as much survivor than amazing race because amazing race only has the one season per year now um does not say anything about amazing race so i don't know if they've decided on that yet personally i would i wouldn't even mind if it was just an all-access show because that's a whole other aspect of of the cbs stuff so we have these all-access shows like twilight zone uh excuse me ooh, ooh. uh uh twilight zone uh star trek discovery um and a bunch of other stuff that's like really really good but it's separate from uh the the broadcast stuff and it's completely different from broadcast stuff too because you know that those shows can have like nudity language strong language all kinds of stuff that um wouldn't fly on the regular schedule um but let's see uh the the i'm looking at the deadline post about everything they have a little bit of a let's see our new lineup this is a quote from who is this a quote from uh, CBS Entertainment President Kelly Call. Our new lineup uh, features both classic CBS shows and genres that viewers love, as well as some new series that push the boundaries of what you might expect from us. I feel like they're doing that even more with the um, all-access shows. But um, let's see, Mondays, I don't know what any of these shows are. The Neighborhood, Bob Loves, Abishola, All Rise, and Bull. I don't know. Uh, Tuesday is NCIS, FBI, NCIS, New Orleans. I don't know. Uh, Wednesday is Survivor, yay. Um, uh, SEAL Team and SWAT. I think SEAL Team is new. Will be new for next season? I don't know. <laughs> All these, after I read each time, I'm like, I don't know. Um, Thursday is Young Sheldon, uh, The Unicorn, which stars um, Walton Goggins. I just saw the ad for that uh, during watching the Survivor just now. So I, I'm going to check that out. Um, Mom, uh, Carol's second act, and a show called Evil. Hmm. That's an hour-long show. I wonder if that's kind of like in the vein of something like a Lucifer or something like that. If it's like a more of a comedic thing. I don't know. All I have is four capital letters there next to 10 to 11 p.m. I don't know th- nothing about that um then fridays hawaii 50 magnum pi and blue bloods i believe all of those are returning from this season saturdays who even knew they had new stuff on saturdays crime time saturday two hours of that and 48 hours and sundays 
60 minutes god friended me ncis los angeles and madam secretary um so that one is returning is ncis los angeles is that a new one i don't know um let's see let's see anything else interesting to see from all of these things oh here's some descriptions of these shows um i'm making this episode way way longer because why not i may as well skip to some of these i'm just going to talk about the ones that seem interesting to me just from their titles um the unicorn like i said uh the unicorn is a single camera comedy about a tight-knit group of best friends and family who helps wade played by walton goggins embrace embrace his new normal in the wake of the loss of his wife one year ago as a sometimes ill-equipped but always devoted single parents to his two adolescent daughters he has taken this major step of dating again um so yeah i think that'll be pretty fun just because uh walton goggins is awesome uh let's see uh broke is a mid-season show so that wasn't i don't think that was on the list that i was talking about it's getting late over oh my god it's 11 p.m oh yeah because how is it so late what in the world oh yeah it ended at 10 that's right um what was i doing between then and now okay evil this is the the show that i wanted to know about evil is a psychological mystery okay i'm on board need read no further me need me no need no read for further uh evil is a psychological mystery that examines the origins of evil along the dividing line between science and religion the series focuses on a skeptical female psychologist who joins a priest in training and a carpenter uh, uh, hmm, as they investigate the church's backlog of unexplained mysteries, including supposed miracles, demonic possessions, and hauntings. Their job is to assess if there is a logical explanation or if something truly supernatural is at work. Um, I am I'm on board with that i don't recognize any of these oh i do recognize that name michael emerson as leland townsend um yeah i will absolutely watch this show yes yes i even i don't even really care if he is only in like 30 seconds of each episode or even just one episode i am i am excited for that um let's see that's all of them that they had descriptions of um that i found interesting they have descriptions over here just look on uh, deadline um the cbs fall 2019 to 20 schedule uh go look for that article there's some good stuff oh that's um that's what's her name and uh what's his name they're like in a doctor show doctor comedy thing that could be fun where is that on here is that Bob Hart Abishola? No, I don't see his name on there. I don't know. The The header image or the, at the top, uh, it does not say what show that image is from. So, I don't know. Okay, so uh, that is really enough about all the CBS stuff. Um... 
how, how come I haven't seen very many show, very many jokes about getting the BS out of CBS or something like that? Something about BS and CBS. I'm sure there have been. I just haven't noticed them. And maybe they're just in my subconscious. And now that I think that I'm, it's just so funny. Um, uh, but I don't know. They, they're, yeah, yeah. I, I, there's lots to talk about as far as cbs as a corp as a corporation goes as a company goes but we'll we'll not talk about that um all i know is that survivor and amazing rays are awesome and so is twilight zone go watch twilight zone i am so far behind the last episode of this first season i believe it has picked up for a second season already um is not part of these upfronts because it's its own thing now um um what was i saying um, the last episode, the final season, the season finale, I believe is uh, either th- uh, this week or next week, something like that. And then we get more Black Mirror coming at the end of the month or something or the beginning of Ju- June. I don't know, too many shows. All all these different anthology shows, at least the anthology shows, you, don't have, you can just watch one episode and it's a great story there. Hopefully it's a great story. But if it's not, it's just the one episode. So it's fine. Go on to the other one, get a brand new story. Um, I still need to to go back and finish watching all of uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, um, or is it Electric Androids Android Dream? I don't know. Whatever that show is, it's the anthology show on 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 Amazon Prime. But anyway, let me know what you thought about the Survivor finale. What you thought of the winner of Survivor? Um, what you think of the whole everything? By tweeting me at TIW Podcast, go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. And um, I'll be back real soon with um, more of this week's wrestling stuff and um, Doom Patrol. Before I head out to California for Comic-Con Revolution in Ontario, California um saturday and sunday was at the 17th and 18th was the 14th 17th yeah um go check it out uh go to to that website check it out and go to demonjekyll.com um to the dates page i have a link to the comic-con revolution website on there as well and other conventions i'll be at soon selling my art that's all you can see what the art is at demonjekyll.com um so uh yeah thanks for listening and um stay safe out there in all the many infinite multiverses this has been tiw podcast bye